Today's gospel reading is from the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 to 55. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown great strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. The word of our Lord. Yesterday, Mark and I were, uh, we were, went to Long Beach to see some friends, and then we decided to wander around 2nd Street in Long Beach, and those of you who have been there know that there are little shops and restaurants along this nice street, and, and we were wandering around, and we were inside a shop when we heard some sirens outside, and, um, and then there were a lot more sirens, and so we stepped out of the shop to see what was going on. And it seemed that the police and the fire department had gotten together for an impromptu parade. Maybe it wasn't so impromptu. Uh, but there were, and there must, I don't know, 20, 30 police cars, several different iterations of fire trucks, older, newer, um, with their lights and their sirens and their horns, and Santa on top of one of them. And it was just this wonderful thing because all these people were wandering out of shops to see this parade that was happening that we didn't know was happening. And it was so fun. And everybody, of course, in the way that we do things now, everybody had their iPhones out and were recording it, uh, as I was doing as well. Um, <laughs> and, but it was just this burst of joy, this burst of just fun. 
And everybody looked around, and suddenly people were talking to each other that were minding their own business a couple minutes ago. People were celebrating that moment together. There's something about joy when it breaks forth. It sort of bubbles out, and it can't be contained. There's a a video that I've seen on Facebook this week of of a man dressed as an elf carrying two pillows, walking along a busy street, and he he catches some unsuspecting person and hands them a pillow, and they have a pillow fight right in the middle of the street. And it just looks so fun. People were not expecting to have a pillow fight with an elf on, on their way down whatever street they were on. And yet there they were, and these people went along right with it, at least in the videos that they showed. I'm sure there were some people that were irritated with it, but it was fun, and it was joyful, and it just sort of burst out. My favorite, uh, personal favorite, because it was personal, uh, (laughs) experience of joy bubbling out was uh, at my previous church when Mark and I had been dating for a couple years, and we decided during the prayer time at the church Uh, They had a tradition of people standing to share prayer, joys, and concerns. He stood up and announced a joy that we had become engaged the night before. And the congregation went crazy. (laughs) Crazy, I tell you. It went on for, I mean, they were standing up, pooping and hollering and and just, uh, you know, clapping. and, And it went on for like four or five minutes. And it was just so much fun. It was fun for us, but it was fun for the congregation because they just got to release this joy. I think sometimes our world can be really heavy and we get very serious and then something comes along and it just bursts out and we can't contain it. I I don't know that that joy had, I mean, certainly the joy stemmed from love for us, but it also just came out of I think we need to express joy. I think it needs to come out sometimes. And I think we just gave them an excuse to celebrate love and celebrate life. And, and it was lovely. The poor church had a, had a charge conference afterwards. And, and the poor superintendent could not get a word in edgewise because people were still all Twitter-pated. Um, but I think of those explosions of joy, those, those moments when joy just comes bubbling out of us, and we can't contain ourselves. When I read this passage from today's gospel reading, you've probably heard it a hundred times. It is the story of Mary and Elizabeth. Now, last week we talked about Zechariah. You remember Zechariah being an old priest uh, who, while he was offering his service at the temple, was met by the angel Gabriel and told that his wife, who had been unable to conceive, would conceive and bear a child. And Elizabeth, of course, and Zechariah, their child would become John the Baptist. And Elizabeth and Mary were cousins, and so they had known each other for quite some time. And so in today's passage, Mary is going to go see her cousin. She has just been told through the Annunciation. Again, that angel Gabriel's been very busy busy over here with Zechariah and now with Mary and Joseph. And it says, uh, you know, she's at this point a little bit pregnant. 
and she goes to go see her cousin. And there they sit. Her cousin at this point is, it says six months, so with child. Mary, maybe just a couple months in. But it says that the child within them, both of them, separately, leapt for joy. Now, these are not stories to ponder through medical journals about. These are not stories about, you know, things that you should try to figure out some astronomical, you know, explanation for. These are stories about joy. These are stories about God intervening in our lives in ways that are unexpected. And for these women, really, I mean, for Elizabeth, it was an answer to lifelong prayers. And for Mary, well, she wasn't praying for this at all. (laughs) She was willing to say yes. She was willing to offer herself to whatever it was that this thing that God was doing. She didn't know what she was getting into. And yet, she said yes. And these two women come together, both of whom have had encounters with the holy quite recently, burst into joy. Even the child within each of their wounds jumps for joy. It is such a beautiful image of what happens when God enters in. That suddenly there's new life and new possibility. And then we have this lovely thing, this Mary, God lover. I mean, Elizabeth, we don't know how old she was, but, you know, older. And we have Mary, who is just barely a teenager. And Mary bursts forth into song, the scripture tells us. And we have this beautiful, what the, the church has come to call the Magnificat. This beautiful expression of what God is going to do through her. You know, the Magnificat has been banned in some countries because it's so revolutionary. This, this young girl gets a vision for what God is going to do. And, and, you know, uh, authoritarian rulers don't like when people start talking about, you know, God overthrowing the mighty and lifting up the weak tearing down the the rich and the powerful and exalting the poor. They don't like that kind of talk, and so they banned sweet Mary. But Mary is this sort of revolutionary who gets a sense that God's about to do a new thing. Oh, we see enough corruption in the world. We see enough struggle. We see enough grief. We see enough oppression. We see enough violence. We see the poor being mistreated. We see the suffering in the world. And Mary sees that and she says, this child, this child of mine is going to usher in this new thing. Very popular Christmas tune about Mary, did you know? You know, (laughs) I always sort of uh, grimace when I hear that. It's a little bit mansplaining. Of course she knew, it says right here. She knew exactly what God was doing. She was entering into the thing that God was doing, and she had a vision. The scriptures call her, or the the tradition, 
It's, it's my favorite theological word, and so I have to tell it to you again. It's theotokos. Theo, God, tokos, uh, like a token, something that bears the image of, the value of. She bears the image of God. She bears God into the world. Theotokos, isn't that a lovely word? That's the word they give for Mary, the one who bears God into the world. And so here this young woman, so brave, so full of hope, plots a revolution because she knows this child within her is going to do... (laughs) We never know if it's God calling, so we have to be... (laughs) Sorry, Tricia, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Did you silence God? And so today, we, as we just inch ever so close to Christmas, are called to enter into that joy, to enter into that sense of expectation, to lean into the thing that God is doing in our world, to know that our God is entering in in new ways. I don't know what that looks like for you. But I know that we are called with Mary to offer our yes, to lean into the new thing that God will do in your life, in your home, in our world. Are we willing? Are we willing, like Mary, to enter into this song, to sing this song of God's justice and God's mercy entering in and not just sing it, but to live into it, to work for it? to seek after this vision that Mary has. As we prepare our hearts for Christmas this year, I invite you with Mary to open your heart and open your mind and open your spirit to the new thing that God may do in you this year, the new possibility that God may open for you and for others. to see beyond our own stuff, but to know that God's vision is for a world made new, a world of justice and peace and mercy. And so let us offer ourselves like Mary to the personal transformation, to a, a world made new this Christmas. Let us pray. God, we thank you that you are a God that enters into the world with joy, a God that enters into a world with hope, a God that inspires us to dream dreams, to see your world as you would see it, a world where the hungry are fed, where the oppressed are lifted up, and where injustice is no more. And so, God, help us to lean into that vision this Christmas. Help us to see what Mary sees. Help us to live into and to enact what Mary longs for, that indeed Christmas may come for everyone. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen.